I wish I sort of had someone to really help me realize my what my spark was. Mm. So rather than just trying to fit into the whole group, um, to find someone who saw what my special color was, and as well as like you know having realistic advice and idea of yourself and working smart rather than just hard. In the end, it is an art form, and I really hope that young dancers coming, you know, up and through that they realize that it's it's an art form and it requires that something uh, special, something something more than yeah. just uh, technique. You know, like just be kinder to yourself because I'm still really harsh on myself. So sometimes I, I do That's have all to ballet dancers I are. Know, <laughs> it's, it's hard and it, it'll never end, but you know, it's okay to not be perfect. Hello, and welcome to the podcast for ballerinas, adult ballerinas, parents of ballerinas, and everyone in between. I'm your host, Georgia Canning, also known as the Balanced Ballerina, and it's my mission to break down the elitist barriers often associated with ballet. Through my own studios and ballet-related businesses, I'm all about providing space and content for people from all walks of life to experience and enjoy the many benefits of ballet. Each month, I'll bring you industry leaders and thought-provoking guests who will hopefully inspire you to lead a more balanced life full of grace with a little grit. Hello, ballerinas. Guess what? This is the 20th episode of the Balance Ballerinas podcast, and I could not be prouder of myself for delivering a fortnightly episode since January 1st this year without fail. Yes, I am giving myself a little pat on the back, guys, but you have to do that every now and then. In celebration, I'd like to share this beautiful message I received a couple of days ago that truly captures the essence of the podcast and basically why I'm doing all of this. It said, hi, Georgia, my daughter and I are loving your podcast. It's so great to hear everything said out loud and topics spoken about so openly. My daughter's dance teacher, Jared, highly recommended the podcast to us. And as we travel quite a distance to dance each day, it keeps us so entertained listening to your stories and hearing your advice. It's a very refreshing addition to a very competitive dance world. Thank you so much, Kelly. This message absolutely made my day and it just reminded me why I'm doing all of this. I also think it's so great that we have the tools and resources like podcasts to share information and reach more rural places and people that once upon a time wouldn't have had access to this kind of information. So if you're listening, Kelly, and driving your daughter to dancing, hi guys, and I hope you have a lovely class, Cinta. Now, on to today's guest. I am so excited to share this beautiful conversation with the even more beautiful Lena Kim, soloist with Queensland Ballet Company. Lena was awarded the Most Outstanding Dancer and Queensland Ballet Scholarship winner back in 2007 upon joining the Queensland Dance School of Excellence. After her studies, Lena immediately landed a trainee contract with Queensland Ballet in 2010 before officially becoming a company artist in 2011. 
As you'll hear in our interview, Lena comments on her rather linear path from school to company being boring, but in my opinion, it's nothing short of amazing. What a lot of people don't understand is that most dancers dream of a contract in a company close to home. Contracts in your hometown, especially in Australia, are very sought after. And if you don't receive one, you often have to move overseas to pursue this extremely competitive career and lifestyle. Most dancers don't have the opportunity to come home to family and friends, let alone have them come to performances easily and see all their hard work on stage. So in my opinion, Lena's linear career path from school to company is a testament to her amazing work as not only an artist, but also a beautiful human being. I actually heard Lena speak a couple of years ago at a Queensland ballet event, and I was blown away with how beautifully she articulated difficult truths within the industry. And then I was even more impressed when she told the audience she designs and makes handmade dancewear as a hobby. So cool. Well, that hobby is now a budding young business that ships all over the world. And when I see women walk into my adult ballet classes carrying her bags and children at my workshops wearing her leotards, it makes me smile. Ever since I started the podcast, I had my sights set on interviewing this wonderful woman and I've been blown away by her performances many times and always admired Lena's ability to juggle a career as a Queensland ballet soloist with a successful side hustle, my kind of woman. So without further ado... Here's the lovely Lena Kim. Ready to go, Miss Lena? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are sitting in um, Queensland Valley Studios, actually. Thank you so much for giving up your Sunday. Oh, of course. To come yeah. chat to me. <laughs> I want to start, first of all, with your ballet journey, Lena. Can you explain to the listeners, what age did you start? Um, I started when I was four years old. Um, yeah. So our family moved to Australia when I was 10 years old so we lived in South Korea Mm -hmm. for 10 years and so my best friend um, we were inseparable so we you know of naturally we do anything that each other did so she started ballet lessons so So you started ballet yeah of course I tagged (laughs) along um, but she quit soon after because she couldn't do the splits oh no (laughs) she knew it wasn't for her so she left but yeah luckily thanks for her yeah I'm I'm still doing it going hard um so I started for uh, when I was four years old um trained in South Korea Mm -hmm. um it was very different training system back there because we don't do uh syllabus training as such okay so it was mainly just open classes and training um classical solos and variations okay for competitions and things like yeah. that do they do syllabus now or? i think so yeah it's much more um there's a lot more variety and options in training but i think if you want to do full-time and you want to you know pursue as a professional career i think it's still a bit more tailored open classes and technique classes and And things like that so yeah and so when you were it was 10 you moved to Australia yes yeah and then where did you go from there yeah so (laughs) it was a big culture shock actually um why did your family move to Australia uh well my parents thought it was best for my brother and I to have more opportunities and Mm -hmm. just better environment to grow up in and also you know study more broad you know range of things and also 
ballet training as well they thought it might open my eyes a bit more yeah rather than just in competitions um true yeah <laughs> just giving me options and just yeah a bit more freedom to dance and study freely I think yes and so when you moved here Mm. did you join a ballet school straight away Uh, yeah so um, I attended John Paul College in Daisy Hill so Mm. we were looking for a dance school nearby Um, luckily we found Janice Hill's dance center in Shayla Park so I started Chikadi training with her since then and I was with her until I graduated year Mm -hmm. 12 but year 11 and 12, I attended Queensland Dance School of Excellence. Yes. Which, yeah. QDSE. QDSE, yeah. Um, I think it still exists, but it's slightly different slightly program different. now. Yeah. So back in my days, <laughs> it, it was like um, Queensland Ballet Academy. Sort yes. Of thing in partnership with Queensland Ballet. So, yeah, naturally we were... Um, more exposed to the former artistic director Francois Klaus and mm-hmm. his um, wife Robin Klaus. Yes. So yeah, luckily we had a lot of opportunities to train with the pre-professional program students mm-hmm. back then when we were just a full-time students. So yeah, so that was a great start for my. <laughs> oh, fantastic yeah. start! And was it really important? for your family to that you finished grade 12 yeah because that's the great thing about Queensland Ballet with their program it's very strong on the academics I'm so grateful that I got to finish school and also got a decent um, full-time training because for me personally I don't think I could have done very well with um, distance education by myself I know I did distance education for a little bit and it was awful yeah I admire those people who do it because I don't think I would have had any willpower other than you know dancing after hours you know so that really helped me to yeah. achieve that side of the academic goals for me yeah because I guess yeah. when you're a teenager too all you want to do is dance exactly, so if yeah. you're left to your own devices I guess to take care of your academic studies you're like oh no I'm not going to do that I just yeah. want to dance I don't need that yeah yeah definitely and I didn't understand when my parents yeah. really wanted me to finish and I was like oh no I'm going to dance forever yeah but yeah no because <laughs> that's the thing if you have a major injury like especially exactly. as a teenager Teenager, that's it and yeah. then imagine if you haven't continued your academic studies that's right you just never know where the life can take you and I think it's yeah it's definitely helped me to at least yeah. have high school graduation yeah. certificates so oh good and yeah. then so from there so from QDSE what was the process in joining Queensland Ballet Company um, so I auditioned for the pre-professional program um, after my graduation and uh, luckily and successfully I got in and um, I guess it was slightly different back then because the company was a lot smaller so group of us um, we got to be part of the production pretty much every season so I was in every season for two years that I was a student as a pre-professional yes yeah yeah, so which is a great exposure and also the experience that you can't really pay to get or no. just yeah. yeah it doesn't come easily um, so that was a great valuable sort of time for me and in 2010 um, I got into the company as a trainee artist mm-hmm. yeah and now as you know it's under Lee Shuansin yes. and yeah and now you're a soloist with Queensland Ballet yeah you've had this really beautiful linear <laughs> 
path into <laughs> yeah. from the school into into um, the company. So, is your family all in Brisbane? Yes, yes. How so nice is that? I know. It's. it's yeah. I I do find it very um, fortunate that I didn't have to leave home and because so many do exactly. And although it may sound a little bit boring that I was just here and just Not doing, at all. doing this um, but uh, I'm so thankful to have my parents come to you know every season yeah. to still watch me and you know give know. me the support because most parents have to travel to exactly, see their yeah. children perform in in far off distance places of course, and yeah. companies in Germany and all yeah. over the place yeah and even if they wanted to go every time you know yeah. it's, it's not that easy. easy so yeah I'm very fortunate to That's have so that nice. it's not boring at all it's, <laughs> it's a te- it's a testament to <laughs> Queensland Ballet knowing what's good and they yeah. want to keep you <laughs> that's what it is it's not boring at all <laughs> just now, worked out well <laughs> yeah no it's great um now I wanted to talk about your lovely little business that you have yeah. Lena. so um you have Lena Dancewear yes <laughs> now how did that come about um, I didn't mean to really start a business or have anything, you know, big out of it, to be honest. Um, so one day I just really wanted to make my own leotard because mm-hmm. I always enjoyed home ec classes when yeah. we got to make clothes. And I was like, you know what, I'm just going to give it a go. So my first one took me 19 hours straight. <laughs> what were you making, a leotard? <laughs> just, just a simple leotard. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what I was doing. Oh, that's so funny. 19 hours, like, straight. I only took meal breaks and, like, toilet breaks here and there. But oh, my gosh, yeah, that's so funny. I was just so captivated by the whole process. Yeah. And just, just the, I don't know, I feel so accomplished. <laughs> and so how long does it take you now to make a little Oh, uh, like... An hour and a half to two, oh, yeah. uh, mostly. Yeah. So you've cut it back a bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank, thankfully, yes. I don't. I think it was if it was taking you nineteen hours, you probably would have had to give up being a soloist with Queensland yeah. Ballet. <laughs> yeah. Also, I wouldn't make much money at all. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. So you started making simply for yourself. Yeah. So I always struggled to find um, a right fit for my body, and you know, like ten years or so ago like when I was training yeah like it's so different now but there wasn't much options available um, oh it's so different yeah so I always wanted to find something that was more me and something I felt really great in because you you have some really cute and quirky fabrics (laughs) and there's really the sky's the limit um, with your things and I remember as a child too growing up that I think there was one leotard that I absolutely loved. It had a bit of crushed velvet at the top and the rest was lycra. And I loved it so much and it was so hard to find something that you loved that I bought it in five different colours. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But people don't do that anymore because there's so much on offer. I know, yeah. (laughs) So it's it's hard for me to keep up. But yeah, yeah, so that was my humble beginning. It's still humble now, but... And then, yeah, next day I wore it into um, work and, you know, all the friends said, oh, my goodness, like, can you make me one? And so it sort of started very little that I just, you know, made one here and there for friends and colleagues. And then it was actually my husband that encouraged me to sort of take the next step. Make it a business. Yeah, and because I had no idea about business or, you know, social media. I'm not really one to sort of, you know, my name forward and you promote know, yourself yes. I know you're very humble you're saying oh. that Lena Dancewear is is you know still a humble business Lena you've got women in all companies around the world wearing your things I've seen it on Instagram and yeah. and even just the way that we've connected today is because I had women coming into my adult ballet classes wearing your 
your <laughs> leotards and carrying your bags and stuff. So oh, thank you. it's not that humble. It's pretty <laughs> surreal. I don't know. It, it, it's not that big, really. <laughs> but yeah, and um, so I opened up an Instagram account and... Yeah, it's a learning, learning process still. <laughs> <laughs> Website, so because it's a one-woman show, it, yeah. yeah, it takes a lot longer. How um, are you going with the online store on, thing? It took me it's about difficult, isn't it? Yeah, to be honest, it took me about two years to open a yep. decent website because everything was done by me and also yep. full-time. But ballerina job yeah. it's really hard this is your little side hustle <laughs> yeah um so yeah i'm still learning and <laughs> managing but it's it's so surreal when i get to see all the just ballerinas you know wearing it like marinella nunez or yes. you know julian murphy i was going to say oh, there's that beautiful photo of julian murphy's baby bump and oh, she's wearing yeah. your is it your leotard or your skirt? Yeah. You can't really tell. Oh, yeah, leotard, yeah. yeah it's so beautiful. Gillian got that um, when she visited Brisbane um, in 2013 when ABT came with Swan Lake and yeah. the Gala. Yeah, so um, she just took a bunch into ABT and just promoted and sold a bunch for me. Oh, and that's so lovely. Just, yeah, for someone, you know, so big and far to do that, like voluntarily, I was just so, you know taken back blown away yeah it's just so kind she seems very very sweet yeah she's she's, yeah yeah out of this world (laughs) i i think sometimes people view view ballerinas as in companies as a bit scary and a bit standoffish but every single person i've come across is just so welcoming and lovely and and really um supportive of one another and their businesses and I love seeing on Instagram uh, you know a few different people with different businesses like Ashley Ellis with her Rubia Legwear like everyone just jumping on board and and wanting to support one another and yeah it's really nice to see yeah it it really was and the initial response was so overwhelming for me yeah you know I was a newbie I didn't know what was happening but (laughs) it was just crazy like shipping to Canada you know America Japan like it was just yeah, it's a real experience and yeah. I wish I could do more like back then, like I wish I knew a bit more, but you know. <laughs> yeah, but, but because when people buy from a small business, like a real person does a happy dance. Yeah. <laughs> so it's really nice. It's really nice yeah. to see. Yeah. Oh, well, with all your pieces being um, handmade, um, what what can someone who's not familiar with your things expect if they go yeah. into your online store? Um, so at the moment, I've got pretty much the whole range. Um, so I've got really nice wool, long leg warmers, handmade leg warmers. Do you knit them yourself? Oh, no, it was no? just the wool fabric. Oh, I the fabric. Made, yeah. I was like going to be like, oh, my gosh, you knit them? <laughs> take 19 hours <laughs> I was gonna say that takes a long time I've yeah. tried knitting I'm terrible <laughs> yeah. okay yeah, so gotcha yeah yeah just hand sewn leg yep. warmers um, beautiful ballet bags uh handmade chiffon wrap skirts or um leotards and you can also do custom leotards so yeah there are a few just classic designs and you can pick your own fabric and nice. yeah order. you you do a um Star Wars May the 4th yeah. special. <laughs> They're very fun, those leotards. Oh, thank you, yeah. Very um, fun. Just trying to do something different and just, it's good. just do something to line up in the studio, you know, like, with, you know, some days it's it's hard to push, push on and 
take it, you know, lightly. <laughs> yeah, so, um, keep it fun. Yeah, it's nice to just have something that you can have a laugh and yeah. keep everybody going a bit. And um, yeah, and I also have like a mystery design, so monthly mystery design where it's open for the first week of each month and the customer doesn't know what they're getting. So they get 20% off to a normal price. So Okay. Yeah, so it's like a new design that I haven't made yet and that's very cool so do they just let you know the size and then it's a mystery yeah Yeah. so they let me the size and last month was they could pick between two colors so yeah and that's so fun more like a one-off sort of a thing so yeah oh that's fun it's been fun so um and so where's the craziest place you've shipped to um like where you're like oh my gosh I can't believe someone in wherever I <laughs> found my where? I think the furthest I've sent is Romania oh wow yeah and that's um, pretty crazy yeah I sent a lot to Canada yeah and Japan um yeah. Japan's still constant um America quite a lot and Germany France yeah China uh, yeah it's pretty crazy how people it is crazy you know put trust in <laughs> my humble Instagram account Oh, I would to, put trust in like, you. You know, <laughs> lucky I'm a real business, but yeah. <laughs> you are a real business. you got to stop being so humble. Know, you are a real it, business now. Uh, one day I'll, yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? I think it's really lovely. And the reason why I wanted to interview with yeah. you is because I think it's so lovely that you're holding this fantastic career and at the same time you've got this little side hustle and this little business which which can only just take off Lena it's great Uh it's fantastic (laughs) it is you could and see after retirement it could be huge and then you just walk straight into your business (laughs) oh that'll be ideal (laughs) that would be great I think I think that's the plan I think you should just just keep on keep on at it (laughs) yeah because yeah I believe in you know finding something that you know referencing Marie Kondo like you know something that sparks joy I know so you know when you wear something you love Mm -hmm. and because we're in front of the mirror all day every day Mm -hmm. you know nitpicking everything how many jobs do you have to stand in front of a mirror all day and we're so used to getting criticized you know like when you find something you love and the confidence that comes from wearing something you love and you know you feel good you look good you know you dance differently when it's like that Mm. and the way you sort of tackle things changes Mm. so that once I figured that out like I really was inspired to sort of make something that really helped people feel like that and get there yeah so yeah that's hopefully I can continue that on and you know study more and that's nice that's that's why Lena dancewear will do amazing thank you because it's coming from such a genuine and really heartfelt place and that's lovely um I want to let's let's go into your um your role as a soloist with QB a little bit so I would love to know and a lot of our listeners would love they always love this question um what are your favorite roles to perform um uh I can't just pick one. Yeah, you can give me a couple. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I loved um, Nikia in Bayadere. Yes. So I always wanted to perform in Bayadere, you know, the shades, to scarf dancers, to Nikia. Not that I thought I would ever really get to do that hard role. But um, yeah, we had that opportunity last year with our ballet master, Greg Horseman, and just, just to get to dance to that music live on stage was a real pinch me moment. And I saw that performance. It oh, was beautiful. Oh, it was just, 
Spider is one of my favorite ballets. I know, because it's something that you can't see every year and Mm. not many companies do that a lot. So uh, it was just very Everybody loved it. Yeah, and I I absolutely loved that role. Um, And so for me, it's important to have like good music. So anything that sort of flicks something in my heart straight away, I, I love I love dancing to that and of course anything that's sort of choreographed on me because that's very just me and you're not trying to you know be, be something somebody else, else yeah. or something else so it just comes very naturally so that's a very fortunate sort of thing because that also doesn't happen a lot mm-hmm. um yeah but anything dramatic I love <laughs> But also, I have a weird thing that I love anything that's sad. Yeah. <laughs> no, I understand that. <laughs> yeah, there's something really unique and special about getting your heart broken on stage. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. You would make a perfect Juliet. Oh, <laughs> that's also my bucket list. Yeah, yeah, I'd love to do that. But yeah, anything sort of taps into that sort of um, mm-hmm. sad side. Not that I'm a sad person normally. No, but I get I just, that. I, I don't know. It's catharsis could be <laughs> yeah yeah no I understand that that would be cathartic like yeah. it's very um it's nice to especially if you are a happy person sometimes it's nice to tap into that yeah it's those, just uh, oh, be a bit heavier yeah like, I, I find it's easier to dance heavier sometimes than it is yeah, to be lighter all the time like Carmen I absolutely mm. loved that you know the two two sides of you know being the strong woman to broken and when she's alone and you know like she's yeah broken and the, the fight that she gave for life and yeah so I just anything that's sort of got a story yeah or a beautiful music like yeah. neoclassical I love love neoclassical yeah. works yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> over the traditional sort of um yeah yeah I think so mm. I, I do love you know the normal typical classical ballets as well like you know to signets although the swan lake is so hard for female dancers oh it's so hard it's it's rewarding but it's so hard that i wouldn't really put my hand up to just do it again mm-hmm. <laughs> the males get it easy when that one's in season don't they yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but i love you know like because being a soloist you know you get to do the core work to soloist roles to principal roles so it's mm. actually one of the busiest I think it's one of the hardest ranks. Hardest and busiest ranks in the Mm -hmm. company because you have to do sort of everything throughout the whole ranks. So, you know, one day you're a willies standing on the side. Next night you could be doing Queen of the Willies to Giselle. (laughs) You know, it's so back-to-back. So it's great because you get very um, wide range of opportunities and roles and, you know, we want that to make the most out of this short career so it's great but yeah also very tiring very taxing (laughs) on the body yeah how is your body Lena how are you going so far so good (laughs) so far so good yeah just finished a long week of performance because what's in season at the moment what did Um, you perform we have um two at the moment so Mm. we're touring Dangerous Liaison that's right um, regional Queensland as well as Synergy at Judith Wright Centre so a lot of my clients have seen Synergy and said it was amazing yeah Yeah. it's it's been fun yeah so um 
I leave to Mackay next week, actually, yeah. throughout halfway through. Season Starting season. the regional. So yeah, yeah, that's our last stop. So, yeah. It's yeah. <sighs> <laughs> all happening. Big breath. That's why I so appreciate you coming oh, in no. on your Sunday oh, off. Thanks for having so me. thank yeah. you. <laughs> um, I was going to ask you, what's one thing, because we've got, I've got a lot of little ballerinas that yeah. listen. And so I've got two main questions. What's one thing you wish that you had have known before starting your career mm-hmm. that you could have asked yeah. a soloist? <laughs> yeah. Um, I actually, well, there are a few things, but I guess I never knew how um, hard it was going to be. Like, because when you're young, you love dancing. So you just work and work and work because you, you love that and you want that. But yeah. I wish I sort of had someone to really help me realize my what my spark was. Mm. So rather than just trying to fit into the whole group, um, to find someone who saw what my special color was, and as well as like you know having realistic advice and idea of yourself and working smart rather than just hard. Yeah. Yeah, and. You know, if someone is naturally musical and great at being artistic, having that nurtured more and, you know, helping them realise what their... What their strengths are. Yeah, what their natural ability and special gift is and sort of mentoring and guiding that through as well as, you know, technique and all the stuff. So, yeah, if if you're a natural jumper, like someone to push you more with that. Mm. So it becomes your special... Something. Your little specialty. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know, like as well as just going for more splits, you know, fitting in one more turn, things like that. But in the end, it is an art form. And I really hope that young dancers coming, you know, up and through that they realise that it's it's an art form and it requires that something... Uh, Special. Something, something more than yeah. just uh, technique. And, and these dancers are amazing you know those little students I can't believe they're doing things how that talented I know they are. <laughs> I'm like I never did that at that age yeah I'm, I'm glad I don't have to you know yeah. compete oh <laughs> I know it's crazy but yeah so but I hope they know that um and can find the joy in in them to sort of be able to share that with the audience mm. later on and and that that it is okay to be just you and yeah. realizing who you are and yeah making that stronger and stronger that's a really nice message i like that yeah (laughs) it's perfect yeah it's a constant battle it never gets easier but once you have that at least i think it can really really yeah help you through it's just i I think it's just refocusing on and reminding yourself of what your strengths are yeah yeah because we're constantly like we're as a, as a dancer you're constantly being told you're bad at this you're bad at that you exactly. have to fix this you have to fix that yeah and it's really easy to lose sight of what you're good at of course and it always just gets in your head and you're just constantly wishing for something you didn't have i wish i had that person's this that person's so beautiful but you know like just be kinder to yourself because I'm still really harsh on myself. So sometimes I, I do. That's have all t- ballet dancers I are. Know, <laughs> it's, it's hard and it, it'll never end. But, you know, it's OK to not be perfect. But just just, yeah, enjoy the ride. And, yeah. <laughs> you know, what, my next my next question was, what advice would you give an aspiring young ballerina? Yeah. And that pretty much sums it <laughs> <Yeah>. up. <laughs> you don't have to be perfect. No, really not. And there's no point, you know, there's no such thing. As no, perfect. no such thing. And no point just beating yourself up for something 
that's not achievable and you you are perfect you know it's okay <laughs> everyone's perfect in their own yeah. unique way yeah no and that's yeah. really good <laughs> that's good um i was going to ask you what's a common myth about being a ballet dancer that you would like to address miss lena what's a common oh. myth <laughs> Oh, I have to say the right thing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you can say whatever you want. That's a good thing about podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, there are a lot of, you know, taboos and yeah. common myth about the dancers. But if I just want to share my own personal story is, you know, about just eating well. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of, dan- you know, people think, you know, dancers equals skinny not eating yeah but I just want to like you know share with everybody that if you don't feel your body right from the beginning you will not be able to do what you love Mm -hmm. and you cannot reach your full potential so I think like I said before just get to know your body don't just rely on the information on social media or a diet book or or your best friend's advice because everyone is so different. Yeah, and what works for your best friend exactly. might not work for you. Yeah, and we are athletes, elite athletes. And if you don't have that backbone going well for you and strong, you cannot survive and you will have injuries. That can be career-ending because of something that you thought you were doing right. Mm. And, of course, it's you do what you need for your body and... You know, it's everyone's different. It's their own journey. But for me, if I want to share a funny story. Go for it. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I, you know how everybody has like some jelly beans before they go on yeah, or yeah. It's just a quick sugar boost. So it turns out that I have a very fast glucose reaction level yeah. or something like that. So so if you have sugar, yeah. it hits you really quick. It hits me yep. fast and, and I drop really fast as well. I was well. going to say, if it hits you oh fast, it goodness. drops you fast. But the, but the problem is <laughs> I giggle a lot. Yeah. So on stage one time, <laughs> I remember this. It was We were on tour dancing Coppelia. Yeah. And I was one of the waltz couples on the side. And I had a, a red frog before I went on. I, I still remember this and that was the last red frog I had before going on You stage. only had one red frog. Yeah. And it, yeah, it was and, that bad. <laughs> and it set me off on stage during dancing. It's so unprofessional, I know. But my partner tripped <laughs> I over. I love it though. My partner tripped over and I just couldn't stop giggling. <laughs> and I'm not just saying like, you know, subtle giggling. I was shaking uncontrollably. And I just couldn't stop so <laughs> oh my gosh that's so funny so yeah um so up until then I was sort of known you know amongst my dancers that I I, I can crack up on stage oh no but that was so like, professional Lena know, it's so bad <laughs> but mostly I can control but that red frog really just that was at the end of me and I struggled so hard not to laugh throughout the principal's part of it. I know how how bad is that? That's pretty funny. But that was a light bulb moment. I was like, maybe it's lollies. So, you know, (laughs) my point is, you know, everybody is different. So for me, I don't have sugar before I go on anymore. What do you have? What's your little meal before? um, I just, I also love dancing on full belly. 
do you <laughs> yeah. on a full belly yeah I, that is so rare <laughs> <laughs> most dancers like answer would be like oh I don't like to dance you know and feel really heavy on a full belly so I have like something really light or nothing yeah, what know. do you have Lena like uh-huh. a, a roast <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> so yeah I I love having full belly because I feel I feel like I can get energy that's so until good. the end yeah. <laughs> and my husband when he um danced he also loved having full belly like steak dinner oh that's kind of so um before he went on kind of thing yeah so and i don't have issue with that jumping or anything yeah. so I, I love that but i try to stay away from you know like chocolates yeah sugar in my tea or that'll things. that'll set you off i know so it's so I, fun. I'm much better now <laughs> it's so funny i have watched ballets before where the um, you know the dancers are all around the edge whilst the principal's dancing and I have seen someone crack up before and it's so funny I loved it it was so funny oh it's so hard look I actually stopped watching the principal and I thought yeah. it was much more interesting watching <laughs> these two dancers on the side it wasn't a Queensland Ballet performance it was a different company yeah. and they were like cracking up on the side and it was I very know. enjoyable yeah. I liked it so uh, don't worry Lena someone enjoyed that <laughs> I know oh my goodness but yeah I was I was so scared <laughs> of the aftermath. <laughs> but yeah, so my point is, yeah, just eat well and know what your body needs. And yep. yeah. And that Lena's not allowed red frogs before I performing. Know, never again. I so. won't send any to your dressing room. <laughs> <laughs> I can have it afterwards. So it's okay. Ah, okay. <laughs> giggle all you want afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> oh, now, one of my last questions was, um, what are some daily habits or rituals that help you keep a balanced life? I always ask my guests, yeah. what's their tips and tricks? Um, I don't really have like a thing that I have yeah. to do to sort of, you know, zen myself. Yeah. Um, you just seem pretty zen in general. Yeah. <laughs> I can be just really chilled and not yeah. so stressed. But um, because, yeah, this is our life, mm. you know, dancing and this career really can consume you and your life and you do it happily um mm. but i do really enjoy a good cup of tea <laughs> at home um i love just brewing nice cup of tea having it out in the in my garden backyard sitting yeah. on the bench with my cat you know my husband just it's simple but just effective. very simple but that really just that's just me yeah i'm i'm also known as a grandma as well <laughs> I'm a bit tame. <laughs> no, that's yeah. nice. So I just, I love that. And I love listening to my husband play piano actually at home. Oh, you're lucky. Um, yeah. That's beautiful. And he always learns the repertoire that we do at the time. So Oh, wow. Yeah, so he's, <laughs> he's learning um, Romeo and Juliet very hard at the moment. So it's I just heard in the background I through know. my earphones, was that Dance of the Nights? Yeah, yeah the, the I can sort of yeah. semi hear it. So listeners might be able to hear. We are literally sitting in a dance studio, so I'm, <laughs> I feel like through the walls. That's maybe a bit of ambiance to yeah. the podcast <laughs> episode. There's a little bit of Romeo and Juliet yeah. in the background. Yeah, I would love to see you perform Juliet. I think you'd make oh, a beautiful oh, Juliet. Thank you. Is that one of your dream roles? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I think every ballerina's dream role True. would be Juliet. Yeah. yeah, I think it's one of those roles that that brings out the romantic in yeah. everyone. Yeah, and beautiful. the music and it's oh. moody, like we were talking about. Yeah. It's very moody and sad go through that whole journey in, in yeah. one night that would be just surreal yeah that would so. be. <laughs> well Lena where can our listeners connect with you online and purchase Lena Dancewear yeah. um, give us your <laughs> socials and stuff <laughs> yeah so I have an Instagram account at Lena Dancewear and my website is lenadancewear.com um, yeah and you can just shoot me a DM or email if you 
yeah, can't find anything or want to discuss any yeah. options. So yeah, feel free I'm, to I'm just liking get in touch. the idea of the um, the mystery one. Yeah, <laughs> it's fun and That's you know, fun. It takes a bit of courage <laughs> from the customers because no, they don't know what they're getting. But it's great. Yeah, the it's response great. has been great, and um, yeah, I also have my um, original dip dye collection coming soon as well. I get Ooh, a lot of requests nice. about that, but yeah. Um, yeah, I just want them to know that it's such a time-consuming process. So they are coming. I'm working very hard. <laughs> making enough for everyone. So. Everyone's just busy also being a ballerina at the <laughs> same time. So, <laughs> no, that's very exciting. Well, when they're available, I'll make sure that everyone knows. Oh, thank you so much. Although they'll much. probably sell out before I can let everyone oh, know. No. So. <laughs> well, thank you so much for meeting me, Lena, here oh, no. at QB. Thanks for having me, Georgia. <laughs> Did you enjoy that one, ballerinas? As you can probably tell, Lena is just beautiful inside and out. She even brought a Lena dancewear t-shirt with her beautiful logo uh, for myself and my Nana. Fun fact, Lena's logo is her husband's handwriting. Anyway, it was a Sunday when we recorded the interview and on Sundays, Queensland Ballet run casual classes for seniors. So whilst I was chatting to Lena, my Nana was taking a ballet class. She was so nervous to take class as she's only ever had me as a teacher. And when she came out, I gave her the gift from Lena, which was a lovely t-shirt and it made her feel so special in front of her friends. So thank you so much, Lena. You're an absolute gem. Have a lovely week, everyone, and be sure to check out Lena's gorgeous dancewear at lenadancewear.com and keep an eye out for her if you're a regular attendee of Queensland Ballet Performances.